You are listening to my Ugly Truth Podcast, an unfiltered, uncensored, raw storytelling podcast about a Jersey girl living in a crazy Florida world. She's a combination of sensitive and savage. She's got a wild heart and a reckless soul with a mouth she can't control. Welcome to another episode of my Ugly Truth Podcast. guys welcome to another episode of my ugly truth podcast and today is lucky episode number 13 it's funny um it seems lately i guess it might be the heat in florida in i don't know maybe the fact that it's summertime it seems like every weekend that goes by i have good material for my next episode by sunday we're gonna talk about thou shall not try me there's a girl that I used to be really good friends with at an old job that I had. And I'm gonna tell you the whole story because I'm not leaving anything out because she's on my shit list now, so she can go, you know, sit on it. I used to work at a pharmacy where I was in the compounding lab making creams, whatever. I was working with this girl, um, we're gonna name her Emily. That's not her name, but this bitch would sue me her name is quote unquote Emily. Emily was a lot younger than me and my good friend at the time when we all worked together. After about a year of her working there, we, we got pretty close. She was the baby of the group, but we definitely got close socially, you know, hanging out outside of work, etc. Well, she had a boyfriend at the time she was working there and I had a boyfriend when I was working. So I knew who he was, she knew who my man was, that's that. Well. One day, Emily gets fired and arrested at work because she decided to steal morphine. Powder morphine. The potency of morphine in an actual pharmacy lab is 100%. This is not street morphine. I don't know what the hell she was going to do with it. I have no idea because me and my girlfriend that worked with her did not know anything. I mean, shit, I didn't even know she was doing drugs. I, I didn't know any of that. After she gets fired, she gets a felony. She's super young, early 20s at this time. She was too embarrassed to continue the friendship with me, my coworker, and we would reach out for like a year. Like, Emily, come on, don't be like that. We know we love you, we don't judge you. Like, whatever you're going through, because we knew that she was going through something rough, and then with that, arrest she was definitely gonna go through something rough and the reason why i say she was going through something was because right before she stole that and got fired and got arrested her and her guy of four years that she was dating broke up so she was going through a rough time while they're breaking up so she went through the breakup got fired got arrested house arrest i think she had like an ankle bracelet at one point i don't know we weren't close anymore when she got fired so we would reach out to her all the time and be like, just talk to us, like, we're not gonna judge you. And she just would ignore our texts. I would never see her out, clearly, because she's house arrest. So a whole year goes by and I don't hear from her and I don't really consider her a close friend anymore. So a year goes by, I'm guessing she's over her probation or whatever the hell she got. And I'm at a bar with my friends and I see her ex 
who was a friend of mine, and he's like, oh, let's go to the bar and take a shot. So I was like, okay. Of course, talking about bad timing. We go to the bar, we're taking a shot, and in walks Emily with four of her girlfriends and just walk right by us. And I look at her like I'm gonna wave because in my mind, I'm not thinking guilt. I'm not thinking, oh shit. I'm guilty because I wasn't guilty of anything. Yeah, you saw me on a Saturday night at a bar taking a shot with 50 people in my 10 feet radius. Like, I mean, it's not like just me and him were there. Sees me taking a shot with her ex and she tech messages me. You're a fucking cunt, you stupid, slutty, ass ho. When I saw that tech message, I automatically called her, went straight to voicemail, text messages were green, Instagram unblocked, Snapchat unblocked, Facebook unblocked. There is no way to get a hold of this bitch. I don't know where she's living anymore. I haven't heard from her. So for one, how are you gonna come at me and get mad at me for taking a shot at the bar when a whole year went by, you ignored me, cut me off as a friend because of what you did at work that made you get a felony. Okay, so that's the first issue. Second, how the hell are you gonna disrespect me and text me like that and not let me fucking talk? Oh my God, I don't know how many times I have to say. The worst thing for anybody, I think, is when you know you haven't done anything wrong and you can't explain that. Not that I needed to explain myself, but I definitely wanted to explain myself. I didn't want her to think that because I would never do that to her. I totally understand why she would be upset if she thought there was more, but the whole assuming thing was an another thing that was an issue because she shouldn't have assumed that automatically. Well, she automatically assumed taking a shot with him that I was fucking him. She assumed that we went home. And the fact that she thinks that I'm that easy is insulting. So, five years go by. Five motherfucking years go by. I'm still dating the same guy from that job. I go back into another industry that I used to work in and I'm not even working anything with pharmacy. And five years go by and Jasper 1.0 and I were communicating a little bit a few months after he ghosted me a month before my wedding. And we were visiting back and forth. Once a month he would come visit me, once a month I'd go over there. And because we're very like adventurous people, like it was like a high for us to go to a new place and then spend time together. One of the times that he came to visit me was a year after he left me. So last August, it was his turn to come visit me. We met at a Jacksonville Jaguars football game. And I was like, oh my God, there's a home game on the weekend you're coming, let's go to a game. And he's like, okay. So the one time that I'm going in public with my ex-fiance after he did what he did to me, I'm walking and, and my ex, he, Jasper 1.0 knows the whole story with Emily. And he knows that I was never able to explain myself. He knows that what she thinks about me fucking her ex. He knows I didn't, he knows everything. So we're walking and he's walking in front of me and he turns around and he's like, this at the Jaguar game a year ago and he's like Emily is coming right at you and she looks pissed and I was like fuck I haven't seen her and he's like you haven't seen her I'm like I have not seen her in five years he's like oh shit like he knew it was gonna eventually happen he just didn't think he was gonna be there for it so she's like she fucked my man and I was like what I was like first of all I did not fuck your man but thank you for asking me you're gonna cuss me out tech message me then block me like a coward 
and not let me explain myself. And she's like looking at my ex because I know she knows that me and my ex have been broken up for like oh a year at this time. Yeah, we were broken up for about a year at this time. And she looks like my ex and she's like, what are you and him still together? And I was like, he's visiting. He doesn't even live here. So that was already a hard thing to say. I don't know why she feels the need to even know about my business. Does it make her feel better if I had a man? I don't know. She goes off on me. Literally, when I bring up the whole morphine situation and her getting arrested, she balls up her fist and she is getting mad and looks like she's about to swing at me. But I literally just took it. I just let her vent. I let her cuss me out. I let her go off on me. And I said, Emily, all I got to say is you didn't let me explain. No, I didn't fuck your man. No, nothing happened with me and him. And then she's like, well, I heard that you left with him at from that bar. And then Jasper one point I was like, oh, really, Angie? Did you really leave the bar? And I'm like, oh, hell no. This bitch is going to make my ex attack me with her when he's only here for three days. Like, oh, no, 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 no. Oh, hell no. I guess her new boyfriend had to come and literally pick her up and take her away because she was about to fight me. And I did not see that coming. So I would have been shocked and surprised if she swung at me. And then it hurt me. And I remember talking about it with my ex after that whole situation happened. I'm like, it really hurts me that she thinks that. Like, I love that girl. And he's like, you handle it very well. And I was like, yeah, but she just fucking went off on me and I just had to take it because she was my friend. Because if I was in her situation, even though she's wrong, I would hate it if my friend was going off on me about what I am hurt about. I let her verbal abuse up and down for a good 10 minutes. Her boyfriend comes and picks her up and takes her away. And I looked at my ex right when she walked away and I was like, if you want to argue about this right now, do it right now. I was like, cause I'm not going to argue with you all night long until five in the morning about some stupid ass Emily and her ex-boyfriend of five years ago. I mean, five years has gone by. So that means five years has gone by that they've broken up. Why does it fucking matter? I don't know, but clearly it matters to her. So I'm going to tell her the truth. And the truth is no, I didn't fucking touch your man. Anyways, me and my ex, we didn't fight that night because he, he knows everything. He knew the whole truth. I mean, I got cussed out for a good 10 minutes straight, so I don't think anybody's in a great mood after that happens. A month or two later, I bump into her again, and I'm like, you know, at this point, every time I'm seeing her or I bump into her, I got, like, my fist up. I got my shield up. I'm, like, guarded, just, just watching my back, making sure I don't get punched from the side or something. And she was in the bathroom. She's like, I just want to say I'm so sorry. And I was like, really, Emily? Like, really? And she's like, yeah. I was like, you embarrassed me, man. I was like, the one time that Jasper 1.0 comes to visit and wants to be in public, knowing that he knows that people will see that we're around each other. He has family that lives here in Jacksonville, that, like his cousins and shit. And this is a freaking Jaguar game, so it's a public event. Like, he might, like, get shit from his family for being with me because his family fucking hates me. I was like, and you try to fight me in front of him. And she's like, I'm so sorry. Like, I know you would never do that. I'm sorry. I was drunk, but yeah, I was hurt. And I was like, well, you didn't let me explain. So next time, don't block somebody and let five years go by and then assume the worst. So we hugged it out. We squashed it. We squashed it. Saturday night, I'm walking out of this one place and we're heading towards another with my friends and I see Emily. So my reaction is not to guard myself anymore. My reaction is go hug her. I love that girl. She was, in caps, was my friend. She ain't my fucking friend no more and I'm not gonna treat her like she was ever my friend. She crossed the fucking line. She disrespected me 
and I am sick and tired of dealing with people who disrespect. I've been cutting out every person who's in my life or my past who treated me like shit and they think they can do that again. Like, nah, don't take my kindness for weakness because when I want to be a bitch, I can be a freaking evil ass bitch. They say the worst enemies to have is a Scorpio or a Gemini. Well, not only am I a Gemini, my birthday is June 6th and the last digit of my birth year is a 6th. So my ex likes to call me Satan because I have 666 in my birthday. Don't mistake in my kindness because I cared for you as weakness because once I snap and once I'm done, I am done. Once I don't want you in my life, I will treat you like garbage. Yes, it's not great and it's not a great quality of myself and I'm trying my best to not be so harsh, but if people are treating me like that, why should I respect them? Why should I let them think they can disrespect me like that? Once, okay, I get it. Twice, no. Maybe a year or two ago, you could probably do it four times and I would still take you back or I would still take that friendship back. Fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. And that is the new motto that I have in regards to family, friendship, and relationships. So I hug her and I am excited to see her. And I'm like, my baby girl, because she was the baby of the group. And she looks over at her friend and goes, hey. And my her friend's talking to my other friend. And I have my group of like five friends that I were walking along who's witnessing this whole thing. Not only that, we're right outside a bar where the patio is literally facing where we're standing. So people from the bar can probably see and hear everything. And she goes, Hey, remember that girl I told you that I used to be friends with that fucked my man? This is that slut that fucked my man. I was... <laughs> woo! I was like, wait, what? I looked at her. I said, are you fucking bipolar? And she looked at me like she was confused. I'm like, we squashed shit the end of last year in the bathroom. I said, if you have an alcohol problem and you don't remember hugging it out in a bathroom and you saying sorry, then you have bigger problems than this. I just fucking snap. So not only is she acting bipolar and probably has memory loss. No, like we're not gonna do this again. We're not gonna go through this argument once more and sit here for 15 minutes and let her degrade me while I just sit here and just look at her while she's cussing me out. So I was like, <laughs> and then Emily asks me, where's Jasper 1.0? Aren't you guys like back together? I was like, what? We're not together. The last time I saw him was around that time last year when you degraded me in front of him at the football game. And no, we're not together. What does that have anything to do with anything? That's so irrelevant. It's like this girl wants to know that I'm in a relationship to make herself feel better. And since I haven't been in a relationship in a bit, it's fucking killing her. Apparently her boyfriend gets up and he's like, why do you care? And I was like, yeah, why do you care? Cause at this point I want anybody to argue with her besides me because the fact that I'm always the only one arguing with her and her boyfriend's been in the situation before like who cares you guys broke up six years ago now get the fuck over it you got a new man and I actually looked at Samuel because Samuel's in town right now and I was like I didn't fuck her man but I would go for her new boyfriend though he was definitely hot ex-boyfriend not and I just got to the point where I was like I am done with this I am not gonna keep letting you disrespect me every time that you see me you're gonna decide that you want to keep bringing this shit up 10 years later 
get the fuck over it. I don't know. I guess like I snapped. I started taking my hoop earrings off and she's still cussing me out. And when she saw that I started getting like that, she got real quiet. She bitched down real quick. My girlfriend, Irina, gets in the middle of us and she's like, Angie, don't fight her, don't fight her. And I'm arguing with Irina because when somebody gets in the middle of me not able to express myself, it drives me insane and I get anxiety and then I just wanna punch anything. So she's like in the middle, I can't hear what Emily is saying. Emily can't hear what I have to say, which clearly it's it's my turn to fucking talk. She's talked enough. And Irina's like, Angie, please don't fight. Like we're out here, we don't need you to get arrested. That would be like horrible. And I was like, Irina, I'm not a person to fight someone. She used to be my best friend. And not only was she my best friend, she thinks I fucked her man when I didn't. And now she wants to act like this. And she tried to fight me in front of my ex-fiance at a Jacksonville Jaguar football game. This ain't no high school football game. It's an NFL football game. And you're going to act like a child? Grow the fuck up. So I just had it. I guess when Emily started seeing me take my earrings off and Irina pretty much trying to calm my ass down, her boyfriend tries to pull her away and then she comes back and she's like, Angie, stop, calm down. And I was like, no. I always sit here and just take and take and take whatever fucking verbal shit you want to throw at me. You want to call me a slut. Oh, this is the bitch that fucked my man. You know what? I'm not going to let you disrespect me like that. So you can go fuck yourself. I want nothing to do with you. I already squashed you. And then you want to be bipolar? You're being a cunt. She goes, Angie, stop. I don't use that word cunt. I said, fuck you. You try to fight me at a Jaguar game. And now you want to start shit while I'm with five good friends. I was like, go fuck yourself and i told her boyfriend get her ass out of here and he literally picked her up and took her so that was an eventful night well on to the next subject i have a friend of mine that is my guest speaker today and he's the first male guest speaker on my ugly truth podcast if you haven't heard about anchor it's the easiest way to make a podcast let me explain it's free There's also tools that allows you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Also, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you. It can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more platforms. You can make money from your podcast with no minimal listens. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. And don't forget to subscribe to My Ugly Truth Podcast. Right now, we have my friend, Antonio Martinez, like Angie Martinez. <laughs> How do we know each other? My name is Antonio Martinez. I am uh, originally from New Jersey, but I actually moved over here to Florida, what was it, two years ago. And, you know, I was going out a lot. One was it a year in, I think I was, I was here. I think we just sparked a conversation. It was at a random bar. And it turns out we're from the same small town way back in Jersey. Like, it's like a mile long and a mile wide. Super small town. I think the way the conversation started was, you were like, I'm from Jersey, and I was like, oh, I'm from Jersey, too. Um, if you go on the Jersey Turnpike, I'm at Exit 9. You're like, me, too. I'm from yeah. Jersey, but it's this small town called South River, and I'm like, what? So who sent you? Like, are you fucking with me? Like, is this a prank or something? And Yeah, at least one of your friends, yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> what a small world. Yeah, like, this town is called South River, New Jersey. It's a two-mile radius town. It's one high school, one middle school, one elementary school. Everybody yeah. knows everybody that lives there. And I'm like, that's a small-ass world. Oh, that was, yeah. Friends. It was insane, yeah, because I'll meet somebody every once in a while that's from New Jersey, sure. But, I mean, and even when I tell people I'm from Jersey, they're like, oh, I'm from Jersey, too. Where at? I'll be like, 
I won't mention South River because it's so small. I don't think they're going to know what it either. is. Me either. That's funny. I say East Brunswick, yeah. and they're like, oh, I know where that's Yeah, around. I'll say New, New Brunswick. Yeah, I'm like, Rutgers, New Brunswick, yeah. Yeah, like around Old Britain. And when you said Exit 9, and I was like, well, it's South River, you're like, what? Oh, for sure. All right, so what's your story? Are you dating anyone? Why are you here in Florida? I moved to Florida originally because my mom was going to law school, and regardless if I was going to move out or not, I wanted to stay closer. I pretty much lived my entire life in Jersey, but, you know, dropped it to stay with my mom. About a year after, I, I moved out to my own place. I'm not dating anyone at the moment. Pretty much as soon as I left Jersey, um, I just got out of a two-year bad relationship. And then I, as soon as I moved out and came over to Florida, I was, I was in this headspace of like single life, single life, do my own thing. Dated some girls since, but you know, for a good good year plus, I was just living that bachelor life, to be honest. I was about to say, are you a Jack Beach fuckboy? Um, I'm not a fuckboy. The rumor is of the reputation for Jack Beach guys is that they're just fuckboys. Would you say you're kind of like that or do you have a soft spot? Um, I definitely have a soft spot, but maybe I'd fall into that category for some girls, potentially. <laughs> That's funny. Since you're the first guy actually on my podcast, so. That's amazing. I know. Thank you and you're welcome. <laughs> you're the first one. Like, listeners ask me, oh, I want I want you to talk about dating and like some dating advice, like new dating. I kind of want to hear what a guy point of view is so what's your idea about dating to be honest i think there there there's so many factors when it comes to dating i think when everyone is very young no one thinks about anything you know when you're very young even when you're in college you kind of just jump into whatever kind of comes your way and i think that's the point is that once you get to a point where you think you have worth you think you're worth dating you know what i mean and you've had a couple of those relationships that probably fell through because i think everyone has at least one that was kind of a bad breakup or something i think you just need to look you need to be more specific and what you want in a person, you know what I mean? And not really settled because cause I speak about, I speak to guys about this a lot, no doubt, is that I think most guys think they struggle with women. So they struggle with women a lot where they're not, they don't necessarily have a lot of women in their life, like, and, and a bunch to choose from. So for that reason, whenever they have girls to come around, it's like they just jump into whatever they can get. And that's a problem, you know what I mean? So I think the first thing you need to change is to have self-worth and to think, you, you know what I mean? You can go out there and get girls or for a girl that you can get a good guy. And it, once you think that and you're like a little more, you you know, you can hire your standards. And when, when you're looking more specifically, you'll you'll jump into something that's better, not just what you can get. And I think that's like a big point. That's actually a really good advice. Like, that's pretty legit because I will say this. I say that I still am working on like that whole not having to be in a relationship to be happy, you know? Yeah. I'm always going to be working on that. And the fact that you already know this your age, I knew that because I probably would have been, you know, working on that self-care but the fact that you know i mean you're doing better than i am. i mean for sure i mean i think i had a decent headspace when it came to dating even earlier than most guys because i think most guys around me would just kind of seem like they were all over the place with it but even if you know I, i'm still struggling i'm still learning but the after i moved here after i got out of a bad relationship that just didn't work out it was toxic you know we had a bad breakup how long were y'all together like, we were together for two years and maybe broke up once or twice but for the most part mm. it was like it was a full two years, and pretty much as soon as I moved out here, you know, I had to go through a phase where I didn't really have any friends over here. I didn't have girls over here, and it was kind of a hard breakup because then I see her, you know, out, you know, doing whatever she wants, and that was kind of With rough to go through. With people you know and stuff. Yeah, exactly, and it was rough to go through, but I just, I picked myself up, and I was like, I'm just going to go, you know, meet girls, and I'll put myself out there, and that's, I avoided relationships for a good while for sure, but once you are just living that single life for long enough, you're kind of, you do want to get into a relationship again, you're kind of just like craving it a little bit, and I noticed myself craving it a little bit to the point where I don't want to just jump into anything, so you always got to watch yourself, because I found myself, there was a couple girls I was talking to, and not maybe even being the best for me, I found myself wanting to 
you know, jump into it just because I've missed that type of that best friend slash relationship bond. Yeah, where you can you can kick it with a girl and you're very comfortable and you know what I mean. It's all it's all cuddly, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, no, I I get it. Believe me, I totally get it. So, what year did you move to Florida? Um, what was it? It was two years ago. So what was that? Maybe 2017. Because I've actually noticed this, and I've been told this. Is it true that whenever you move away, it's easier to get over the breakup? But to be honest, I I tell and I actually think it was kind of astonishing how easy it was for me because it's not really I'm not I wouldn't consider myself necessarily, especially at the time, like this extrovert that can make friends super easily and you know do whatever I want. But it was pretty easy for me to make new friends and meet new girls. And then once I did. It wasn't even a couple weeks after that. It was pretty easy to get over it. And I guess it's like an out of sight, out of mind type of thing. And you can't even like, even if you wanted to, you can't see them again, you know? So it probably is easier, to be honest. Right. Because I've actually, you know, like you were saying, everyone has like a breakup that big impacts in their life. And one of mine was that he moved away, but I stayed. So because it's a lot easier when you're not reminded of places or people are asking you where that person's at. And, you know, yeah, yeah, new because, people. And then not only uh -huh. that, you went from Jersey to Florida. Like, that's a big move. And that's a big move. And a oh, a hundred percent. And I, I do think that made it easier. To be honest, I really do. I mean, I never really thought of it in that context. Really, that me moving is what made it easier. I mean, it's, it's true. And and I won't lie. I've had a conversation with my ex afterwards. We're not a thing anymore at all. But I mean, they're you know because we're cool. But like where she would say, people are asking about me all the time. Like, oh, where's this? Uh, where's where's Antonio? Like, are you still dating Antonio? And I never had that obviously because I'm you know completely new place. Right. So. Right. So like, uh, kudos to you there because i'm sure it was a lot much easier for you than for her are you guys still in communication do you guys still talk or no um we do but it's it's weird to be honest i, I won't lie it's we, we talk here and there just very randomly like right have you dated any or i mean you said you've talked to people here in jacksonville but have you actually like dated anyone since to be honest not really i mean i've had girls i guess it wasn't i wouldn't say we dated and i think guys go through this um and maybe even girls but I do think after I, I I ended that one and came over here, I was definitely in a headspace of, you know, fuck relationships. Like, I'm just going to do my own thing. Like, I'm right. just going to, you know what I mean, live that bachelor life and just I'm not going to wife any girls up and that whole thing. So that's kind of where I was at for a while. And I, and I found myself getting out of that headspace a little bit. But I was there for a while, like a good year plus. I was kind of just like, I'm avoiding it. Like, I would talk to girls and they would be like, hey, like, are you talking to someone? And I'd be like, yeah. I'm not looking for anything, and I would just tell them that. But at least you're, like, honest and upfront because it's the worst when, like, guys get savage and they freaking just tell you what you want to hear. But I feel like the new norm is, like, the guy tells the girl, hey, I'm not looking for anything, and the girl's like, oh, I can change him because I'm an idiot. I, yeah, so <laughs> so I talked to people about this, girls that, like, that I talked to that, you know, I'm just not looking for anything, and I would get a mixed response where some girls would be, like, tell me to fuck off pretty much, but then a lot of them would respect me for it and say, like, I appreciate your honesty, so kick it and hang out. I think some of the girls were like, oh, maybe I'll change his mind, you know? Yeah, I hate those girls. <laughs> but, you know, that's not my fault. Like, I told them, you know what I mean? Right, right, right. Yeah, no, I get that, and I much respect from us ladies because uh, for sure. don't do that shit, it's, it's bullshit, but anyways, I um, so what are you exactly looking for? Um, at this point, it's not like I'm ridiculously searching. I'm just at this point. It's not like a priority where I'm like, I need a girlfriend. But it's definitely a thing where at, at one point I was like, no, I'm not doing that. Okay. But now it's like I'm open to it. If I meet a girl and, and we get along well, yeah, I'm definitely open. Right now, if a girl's listening and she wants to know how to get somebody's attention that she barely knows, what would you say for you? I'm not saying every guy's like this, but for you, what would you look for that would really grab your attention? Like out and you just saw this girl. What 
what would that girl's quality or what would she have that you would be like, that's a girl that I kind of want to pursue? What would be like an eye catcher? Maybe not physically only, but what would you be drawn to? I definitely physically attractive would be nice, but <laughs> I'm joking. Well, but... duh. Well, I mean, I obviously don't have to be physically attractive. <laughs> some guys are like, I don't care how hot this bitch is. She looks like a bitch. Like, I'm not going to say hi. Like, there's some things that you just wouldn't go for. What would you not? Yes. Yeah. And even, and I could see myself even liking a girl that I meet at a bar because I have liked girls that, meet, that I meet at a bar. For me, it's like, if you're my type and I find you physically attractive, I think if you come across very just nice and feminine, and I don't mean that in a, in a weird way, I just think a lot of girls nowadays, when I talk to them, they seem very, like, entitled, very, very, I, I have multiple options, like, I don't need you, this and that, that whole thing, and there's nothing wrong with that. I just think, for me, I like a girl who doesn't really come across that way, that comes across very feminine, comes across very kind and nice, very open to conversation with new people, even if it's like, if I were to go up to a, because I've met girls like this, I go up to girls, just because I find them attractive, and I've had girls tell me to just, like, fuck off to my face. Like, one time I had a girl, I walked up to her, and I said, hey, excuse me, you're super gorgeous, and she said, why don't you grow a couple inches, you short fuck? <laughs> oh, wow, she's bitter, like, that's just mean. A girl yeah, like that, I would that. never talk to. But like a girl that I go up to and she says, "Hey, I'm not interested," but she seems kind. Like that's more of a girl I would talk. But if a girl actually was interested, obviously. But there's a certain type of girl that I think is just generally kind and not this entitled type. I will say that I actually heard that too. Like it's the most simplest thing. You just gotta be nice. But then there's situations where like me, I'll go somewhere and some guy was like, "Oh, I met you this one time before, but I was too scared to come say hi because you didn't look like approachable." Because I have a resting face. Yeah. Yeah. But well, there's nothing wrong with that. Do you just kind of vibe it out and see if she's actually nice or do you talk well, for to sure. her? For sure. Like, I'm not afraid to approach a girl. So it's like, I'm not going to look at your face and be like, that girl looks like a bitch. Because then it's just like you're making excuses. I think any guy that says that is just making excuses because he doesn't want to approach a girl. Um, I will go up to a girl if she even looks mean, you know, but if she, because I've met girls that look mean that aren't mean. It's just like, I'm not going to judge some girl before I meet them. Just vibe it out. It's like, you know, I'm not just going to judge someone before I meet them. So. No, I get that. For you, like, what do you like in a man? If a guy was going to approach you at the bar like what is he what are some characteristics he could have because even for any girl i think nowadays they like to have fun go to go out and go to bars but i think most girls probably get approached a bunch right so what would a guy have for him like what would a guy have that would be very appealing to you good characteristics that's a good question okay actually i was out not too long ago well i think the night i saw you i was out and my friend who is literally just a guy friend of mine he walked he was walking behind me as i was walking into the bar and he's like i would hate to feel like how you feel like every time we go out and i'm not trying to toot my horn or anything but it made me yeah. feel good because i was like what do you mean he's like because these guys all like check you out and i really don't even like, notice it because i don't really go to bars to meet guys i've met one guy I talked to at a bar never will do that again but I actually meet guys more like on dating apps and, and dating like I don't know I just feel like yeah. at a bar 9 out of 10 any guy I've ever talked to at a bar is fucked up wasted probably won't remember shit I say I, I don't know I'm, but let's just say I guess the situation that I have been where I did see someone or met someone that I like I would have to obviously I you have to like have eye candy like have to physically be attracted to you and just not trying so hard to like just literally talking to me having a conversation with me without being like hey what's your snapchat i'm like what the fuck like chill yeah Talk yeah, yeah. We just met. like do you remember my name 
And then, yeah, like, if you can't hold a conversation with me, get the hell out of my face. Uh-huh, yeah. no. That is most guys, though. And and the thing you said, because I know guys, it's almost like they have to get super drunk to talk to a girl, and I hate that. Right, like, and I, I mean, I get it, too, because, like, I, if, when I'm really drunk, I'm like, oh, you know, I'm more approachable. I'm, I'm uh-huh. more happy and nice. Then, then like, like, I remember the this one person I was talking to, and then, like, weeks later, would go by, and I'd be like, oh, do you remember the night we met and talked about this, this? He's like, no, I was fucked up. I'm like, oh, that's great. <laughs> yeah, and I don't think that's necessarily like an attractive thing. Like, I don't know, there's nothing wrong with drinking, but I met guys that it's like not even only at the bar. Like, I'll be at the beach with some guy, and it's, I'm like, yo, let's uh let's approach these girls over here or something. Like, I know a buddy that's like, I need to get drunk to uh to talk to girls. It's just how it is. He like says that to me, and I'm like, bro, you never gonna talk to a girl in your life unless you're chugging alcohol. Tell him like, to smoke some weed. <laughs> yeah, something. It's like I don't know, man. I think guys like that they bother me because it's like you're eventually gonna have to get over that. Like you're eventually. Right. Have to talk to a girl when you're fucking sober. You know what I mean? Right, but I mean, I kind of get it because us girls, we don't have to go up to guys, so it's not. No, as it's bad. hard. No. Like I got, I had a guy come up to me the other day, and he goes, "Listen, my friend is so wasted. I will give you fifty bucks right now if you just go up to him, act like you're interested, and like <laughs> ask him if he likes licking ass. Like seriously, though." And I was like. 50 bucks really and he's like yeah and I was like damn I was like you're making me like have to be an actress right now I'm like all right all right all right so like I got nervous even though it was all fake and it was a prank and shit I'm making money yeah. out of this I got super nervous and I was like damn is this how guys feel every time they have to go up to a girl I mean yes, oh, yeah I did have to ask him if he likes to lick ass it's a little weird <laughs> but the fact that I had to go up to him and like really be like oh I was like nervous. I was like, oh, I don't know how guys do this shit. Which is a funny topic because I think girls don't realize like guys, like obviously they have to pursue. Like girls aren't ever going to just come up to you. And any guy that thinks that's going to happen, it's like, it's just not going to happen realistically. Like how many girls are going to come up to you? It's like I've had girls approach me in my life. It's like such a small percentage, such a rare chance. That's just how it is. I mean, and I think some guys are so nervous to approach girls. It's like you're going to have to get over that because that's just the way it is. Okay, so now let's talk about physical. I don't think any guy is into a blonde or brunette. I think guys are just, they've dated both. I don't, I've never seen one guy just date like brunettes or just date blondes. So like, is there a physical attraction that you have with a certain physical look see like i think i do have a type and i kind of have some theories on why that is but for a certain look so i have a weird theory i had i talked about with my friend because i think my type kind of looks like one of my first exes from my virginity that's kind of what my type looks like in my own head and i don't know if it's that reason but my type would be like a small obviously i'm not the tallest guy she's got to be short dark hair i, l- I would like them to be spanish mm-hmm. so like i usually describe that as my type which is funny but that doesn't mean i can't find a white you know, blonde girl attractive. Right, right. But, um, but I noticed with my friend too, like one of my best buddies, like I look at his first ex that he dated. Every girl he dated after that almost kind of looks exactly the same. She's like a blonde, pale girl, like very pale skin, blonde, That's actually skinny. funny you say that because I have a, a guy friend of mine. He was like, I was talking to this girl and then I met a girl that looked just like my ex that I lost my virginity to and like she had like big curly hair and he's like and I was just so drawn to her and I'm like because she looked like your ex well yeah I'm like I I get it so I okay <laughs> this is gonna be so embarrassing but okay, so <laughs> my okay. Type, I have like concerns about my type because I go for I don't care how big muscles you have. I don't care about, mm-hmm. like, the height. Because, obviously, everyone's taller than me. I, I'm not worried about all that. But my type is pretty faces. Like, if you have a pretty face, I don't care if you don't got muscles, if you got a dad bod. Like, as long as you got a pretty face. But 
they're What's all fuckboys because they're they have pretty faces. Fuckboys have pretty faces. That's very true. Yeah. So yeah, I but... screw myself every time. Every time I show my girlfriends a picture, I'm like, oh look, this is the guy I'm talking to, or this is the guy I'm into. All of them. They're like, Angie, you definitely have a type. I'm like, they're like this. They look like this person, like your ex. This is, I'm like, no, they don't all look alike because you know one has black hair, one has blonde hair, one has blue eyes, one has brown eyes. But but it's just that pretty. Metro, you might want to ask them if they're gay just to make sure, but they're not. Like a pretty boy. Yeah, no, I like pretty boys. I can't help it. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that, but if that's not serving you, I don't know. I don't know. You got to think about that. Yourself. Well, that's the thing, though. I will say, maybe it's once a month I'll find a guy that I'm actually attracted to out. And it's really rare I actually find someone that I'm like, damn, I want to look at him like constantly, or I want him to talk to me. And it's really mm-hmm. rare because, I mean, I don't know if you noticed, but Jack's going to have my good-looking people. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, I've noticed that. Bit. I'm always attracted to guys from up north. Another fucking shit. Guys up north. The guy could be from fucking Connecticut. Okay, so Connecticut's one of my ex. Pennsylvania is one of my ex. Maryland's one of my ex. I'm from Jersey, clearly. And then I dated mm-hmm. and talked to a guy from New Hampshire. Like, what the hell is up with that? There's a trend going on there, yeah, some some up north guys. Do you think, like, the culture could be different? I've had guys that are, have been both here and up north, and they'll say, like, girls are different here or, like, people are different here. Like, do you think, like, guys could be, like, different oh, here yeah. than versus in Jersey? Like, yeah, just with, the way they act or something? Well, yeah, but, I mean, I wouldn't say I know anyone too personal that lives in Jacksonville is from Jacksonville that's a guy, but... If I've had friendships that were guys that are, you know, born and raised here, they're a little like bitches. Like they just, I don't know, like like up north people do. Yeah, for sure. It's like maybe I like that attitude. (laughs) I noticed the difference. One thing I wanted to ask you how you feel about because I've talked about this with people is the idea of women and men just like literally just being friends like just being friends especially if you think you're attracted to that man or that and maybe that man is also attracted to you like you think that works <laughs> like on episode one can you be best friends with the opposite sex you heard that me and my friend you know I was attracted to him he's straight I'm straight he's attracted to me we are good friends but if you're both single as fuck and you think you, like, put yourself in a bad situation, like, the physical attraction is definitely going to play out itself. And it yeah. it did in my situation. Yeah. Um, but, uh, and single, or, I mean, shit, I don't know about not being single. So I'm sure people would do that. But yeah. I think it eventually would happen. Maybe not a relationship. I mean, I will say this, that we did try to do a relationship. And for, like, we're like, let's do a trial for two days. It didn't fucking last. So, yeah, it. The physical is always going to play out, I think, before. And, if and hey, sometimes I'll play out, and then you guys start dating, and it works out. But me and my best friend are just too – like, we're so alike, but yet there's things that I would never go for that he has, and there's things that he would never go for that I have. So. Yeah, I mean, I've loved having that conversation with girls because I find it so interesting because I just think I always looked at it as it's either your situation where, you know, you're both attracted to each other, which could be very dangerous because, you know, wrong situation, like, hey, let's kick it in my house, let's drink. Wrong situation is like maybe you'll hook up eventually and you probably will. So it's either that way where it's very dangerous there or I see it as, you know, I think this is the most common situation where a girl is not attracted to this guy. And this guy's like quote unquote friend zoned, right? And then oh. that's just how it plays out the whole time. But I think that can be very I find, see, like I find that creepy because like I don't know how to explain it. It's like the whole time this guy would like love for you to just you know, let him in. Or it's the opposite way. Like a guy is like not attracted to a girl. But I think that's less common than a girl's attracted to the guy. I get what you're saying. Yeah, actually yeah, I have a my best guy friend. He has a 
best guy friend too that is like so friend zoned and he's like so convinced it's gonna happen one day and i'm like with you does he not see it yeah that's the creepy part when you know your friend zone when you know and you're not in denial that you're friend zone you think something's gonna happen and it's like six months y'all been friends and she is bringing talking about guys when you hear a girl talking about another guy in front of you she's not into you that's it. oh yeah for sure i think that's definitely true too i've had that conversation so many times i find it so funny that i'm like it's either you're both into it and it's kind of super dangerous or it's like the other way like Let's say you have like a you have like your girlfriends, right? And if, if you were around your girlfriends, like I think a real friendship is you got you guys are around each other just for the sake of being around each other. And I'm around girls, like I've noticed the only girls that I've been friends with are girls that I'm kind of sleeping with. We're not really like dating. I mean, you're kind of like friends with benefits. Yeah, now. we're friends with benefits. That's the only friends I think for the most part that I've had. So it's kind of well, because like, if a girl really likes you, she's not going to be just your friend. So the ones that are, yeah. I think those girls are the ones that are usually are going through some like hard shit emotionally and they're just trying to like get laid continuously mm-hmm. be put yeah. by someone they're attracted to obviously. and then it's like that friend bond too it's kind of like a relationship like we were just talking about like what you miss of a relationship is the best friend part and the relationship part but it, yeah yeah i think it's a mutual thing i think guys you know crave relationships and intimacy just like a girl would and i think it's like mutual but you know, I think sometimes when people are doing the whole friends with benefits thing, because I've done it a, a couple times, I think they're both kind of just comforting each other in a way. It's like, yeah, it's about sex. Like, the sex can be good, but... I've done the friends with benefit, and I will say that I won't do it again because I end up liking them. Because I'm a, yeah. I'm a person, like, if I'm physically attracted to you, and we're good friends to the point where we have a bond, and I'm physically attracted to you, I'm going to like you. Yeah, it's like supernatural, yeah. Which right, I've had that actually, happen, too. Yeah, yeah, exactly. No, I would never sleep with someone unless I like them or a little bit like them. I don't know. That's just me. But I actually have a friend. I'm going to actually change his name. But his name is Derek, and he's from Mm -hmm. New York. He just moved here not too long ago. And, you know, he doesn't have any friends, so we just kind of, like, brought him into our wings because now that, you know, I've been single for a good bit, I've got more of a social group. Me and my girlfriend, we go out. We bring him out all the time. Well, super nice guy. Like, I mean, such a sweet guy. I love this guy. Like, and he's not doing it for anything. Like, you can intentionally, like, see when someone's being genuine. You can tell when someone's being, you know, for real nice, like, not being fake. This person, I don't think, has one bad bone in his body. Great guy. (laughs) Good-looking guy, too. Has a good job older than me everything that i would like go for but i'm not in a place unless i like find someone and it just kind of i don't know not sparks but like something makes me be like okay um that's probably somebody i would want to waste my emotions on you know (laughs) but yeah where it stands out and it sucks because he's told me he's liked me and stuff and i'm like oh don't do this we're friends and (laughs) and, we're cool now like he's on dating sites too and he's going on dates he was just telling me about a date last night and it sucks that I want to, like, not make him think that it's something personal. So a lot of times I want people to know, like, because a lot of guys listen to this podcast, actually. 60 to 70% of men in New York listen to this. Interesting, so interesting. I want to put this out just because a girl, if you think a girl's attracted to you, she's your friend and everything, just because she doesn't go for you and wants to date you, like, you want to date her, does not mean that it's about you. It's about what she's going through, not about you at all. Of course. I mean, and, and sometimes in relationships, timing is everything. So, I, like, to be honest, if a girl just gets out of a bad five-year relationship, it doesn't matter if you're attractive and a dope guy. It's like, that's the timing where it probably wouldn't work regardless, you know, so. 
Right. Maybe, maybe guys shouldn't take it too seriously, but you talked about what was it, Tinder? Like, how do you think? Um, I'm I'm interested how you feel about how you know social media, dating sites, and stuff like back to dating in general. It's kind of a lot different oh, now, you know. Um, okay, so I feel like now is like dating apps are bigger. I don't know if people still use Tinder. I know I've used Bumble before. I know mm-hmm. people like use Match. Some people use POS. I actually met my ex on POS, and we were together for five years. So I'm not saying it doesn't work. It does work. Like, a relationship mm-hmm. can come out of online dating, but there's this one dating app that I use. Yeah, I've been attracted to it, but then I'm, like, sitting there some nights, and I'm like, oh, God, what is wrong with, like, Jacksonville? I just throw my phone. I get pissed. I'm like, fuck. Like, I don't want to be on it. <laughs> like, Facebook and Instagram is really big for dating now. Do you use social media? Are you that guy that slides in DMs? <laughs> uh, honestly, I never really was that guy. Like, I mean, I had every social media anyone else would have it at some point, but actually, the older I've, I've grown, I've actually pretty much got rid of all my social media like the only thing i really have is like i'll i kept facebook because my family will post pictures i want to see them and i kept snapchat but the dating like i met a couple girls off tinder um you know i never really used bumble i always felt as online dating is weird to me like i would match with a girl on a dating website and we would start talking and i'd be like this is just stupid and i found myself not wanting to put effort into it that's actually a good point the first time i ever used any of them was it was pof plenty of fish and yeah. this is like 2013. She literally made my profile. And I was like, dude, like, I am not ready to, like, go on a date or anything. But then I started, you know, I, that's when I met my ex. And, like, I actually was attracted to him. But then the conversation was good, too. Then we did hang out. And I liked him. You know, so it was weird. Like, at first I was so against it, too. But I guess you just have to meet one that you like. Mm-hmm. And then you're always going to go on there. <laughs> yeah. And I've actually met, I think, I think I've only met a couple girls off off of a dating website and i've actually it's not like it was a bad experience to me i don't know i just find myself like not putting in effort i'm actually more of the guy that'll just approach a girl during the day or just visual person i just like communicating like you know just in person the whole dating like online communication just cringes me out in this weird way but it's not like you know i'm probably overthinking it half the time too just not interested what about social media? Because I know, like, a lot of guys will, like, add a girl on Instagram or, like, Facebook. And then I have friends that are like, oh, we started dating. Like, we became our mutual friends on Facebook. I'm like, what? That, that's actually a thing? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. The way I feel about it is that. I don't, I don't, I've never done the social media thing. I've that's never done weird. add a girl on Instagram and slide into DMs things, really. Unless I, when I was in college, it was like, I would, a girl I knew from college, just like we had each other. Maybe I would DM her one day, but. Nothing, nothing like just randomly DMing a girl. And realistically for me, when it comes to like the old social media, I think girls are getting blown up enough where I don't think it's even, I'm even interested. I don't want to be the one of a hundred guys that are Thank being like, you. hey, what's up? <laughs> Saying something a little cheesy, like, hey, could we like hang out sometime? It's, Thank it's you. Really no, I, I agree with that. Like my friend, my best friend, Samuel, I was just showing him a message the other day. I was like, what the hell? Like, th- look at this DM like I just got. And it was weird. I forget what it was. And he's like, guys really say that? And I'm like, well, you're a guy. I like, do you think I just, but he's an attractive guy. So he's like, no, I don't, I don't ever message. I mean, he just sucks in texting anyway. And I don't, I think I can see a girl that's good looking. I'll maybe like her picture, but that's about it. Like, I'm not going to go. Yeah. I'm like, thank you. Like, I just feel like it's creepy. And the ones that are like, Hey, and then three months later, like, Hey, and then four months later, like, Hey, you're like, Oh my God, let it go. Like, give it up, dude. Give it up. I don't even see how some, like sometimes I've had girls show me their Tinder profiles with like hundreds of guys messaging them. Like, DMs like that, like, oh, hey, thing. three months later, hey, it's like, I don't even see how guys really think that's going to work. Like, eventually, she's going to be like, yeah, hey, you want to go on a date? 
I would love to talk to you. It's like, it's not going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> like, she I ignored you the first time. Like, she saw it, dude, you know? Not gonna lie. There's been some times I've added someone. I'm like, damn, they're hot. I'll add them. And then, like, I mean, that's about it, you know? But, I mean, then again, I am the girl. Um, If anyone was listening right now and, like, they're in college or they're, like, in mid-20s or shit, they're even, like, you know, my age, what would you um want girls to know that you don't think enough girls know and from a man's perspective? I think what most girls don't understand now, I'd say this, and I don't, and I think maybe some girls would probably disagree with me or, or something. I think nowadays with the way social media is and the way the world is, I think there's a lot of desperate men out there nowadays. And like you said, there's social media and there's dating websites and girls probably have like hundreds and hundreds. This is the one thing I'd, I'd, I'd want to say is that I think women perceive themselves as having so many options that when even when a decent guy comes around to say what's up, it's like they're so closed off. And those are the type of girls that I mean that when you go up to them, they just seem like they just think they're so entitled. Is that They're so closed off into meeting people because they're so stuck in their phones and they're not even meeting too many guys in real life. It's like girls could humble themselves slightly and not in a bad way where it's like be open to meeting guys when you're out. Be open to meeting a guy that comes up to you. If you find him attractive, if you don't find him attractive, tell him to fuck off. Right. Um, I think most girls have thousands of options virtually where it kind of messes up their perception. They need to be a little more open to meeting new people just in general. Like expand your social circle, expand, you know, be more open to talking to a random guy, at least if you find him physically attractive, and just humble yourself a little bit. Because I think most girls are just shutting the world out just thinking they have unlimited options. And then guys are thinking all these bitches think they're fucking hot shit. Yeah, and men are bitter for that reason, and that's Mm. not okay. And then women are like, men ain't shit. And it's it's very polarized in today's time that I think that I think both could just, you know, men and women could humble themselves a little bit to just meeting, coming to common ground and just be open to meeting new people, you know? No, I I agree with that. You know, I have a really pretty friend, so sometimes I'll go up to, like, one of my girlfriends or whatever and they're like you know guys are hitting on them or whatever someone that i even thought was maybe you know maybe approachable but they will be like oh well she just doesn't look like she's available or she doesn't look like maybe i that i was interested or something and then when they start talking to me they're like actually you're a cool ass like chick and i'm like yeah so i will say the same thing for guys just because a girl is yeah. you know maybe talking to a guy or sees a guy friend out or shit is just with her girlfriend like it doesn't mean She's a total bitch. Like, I've had people so many times think I was a super bitch. And when they're like, oh, when I actually talked to you, you weren't that bad. I think guys need to give that approach. I've had that same experience, too, where just the way I look or something, it's like if I look like a little bit of a fuckboy in some way or another, it's like I've had guys tell me, yo, you're actually really chill after I met you. And I've had girls tell me that, like, I thought you'd be an asshole. And it's like, I think everyone needs to just completely, you know, remove this weird perception that you know somebody before you meet them. And you know what I mean? I mean, so you need to be a little more patient when it comes to meeting people. That's my advice. Yeah, that's actually good. And not only that, you look so like you're from fucking Jersey. I know. And people say that. People are like, oh, uh, like, I'm like, guess where I'm from? Because eventually people, when I, even in Jack's Beach, they're like, oh, you're from Jersey, aren't you? I'm like, that's funny. It's yeah, like, why? Because I'm tan. It's like the tan, uh, like I'm muscular, I have earrings. It's like, yeah, <laughs> exactly right. So you're like me, though. You don't have much of an accent from Jersey. I think it went away a little bit. Yeah, mine went away recently. Okay. What would be a bad experience or a maybe bad encounter that you had uh, with a girl that you were like, gonna try to pursue but then you're like fuck that um I, well, I had a girl who i met a year ago in riverside and we talked for like 15 minutes i thought she was gorgeous and i was like telling my friends like dude this girl's so gorgeous i want to take her on a date we wound up like exchanging information i think i hit her up the next day never really wound up hanging out it was crazy i saw her at a club six months later 
and then we said hi to each other real quick, and it wasn't a big deal, and I think I texted her a little bit, and nothing really happened. And then another six months later, so I think a year goes by with even the first time I meet her, she hits me up saying, like, oh, hey, like, I can't believe I blew you off all those times. I really want to, like, hang out with you. I was just thinking of you because, like, I'm at Riverside where I met you. And I'm like, this is crazy. Like, a year and a half went by or something. <laughs> Some crazy amount of time. And I'm like, okay. So like, come to come to this bar in Riverside. And I'm like, it's, like, almost 2 in the morning. I'm like, I'm not going to this bar. And I kind of just said, nah, sorry. And then she's like, oh, we can't hang out. Then I just asked her to come over. So she just eventually says, okay, I'll come over. I think she's, like, an hour away from where I live because I live, like, right by, the, right by the beach now. So it's, like, almost an hour. Who comes by. You know, we meet real quick, and we want to hook it up. Like, we sleep together. And it was cool. It was fine. Like, she's attractive. It was cool. We got coffee the next morning, and I'm like, you know what? What did you like, get? What did you get? We got coffee the next morning. Like, did you say coffee, just Dan? Coffee? So Jersey. That's your Jersey. <laughs> was it really? <laughs> I, I think it was because she was very attractive that I was so open to talking to her. After that, I, we kept in good contact, and she would just come over a lot. But what I noticed is she would just come over when she was way too drunk. Like, she would hit me up on the weekends and just come over way too drunk. Come over here just, like, arguing with me when I don't even know her. Like, she was like, I remember one night she comes over. You're a fucking asshole. You're this. You're so selfish. I'm like, we haven't even really talked that much. Like, she would just come over way too drunk. And then, like, I remember she comes over this, I think it was the second, third time we hung out, stumbling in my house. I think she's, like, drinking and driving. I'm like, oh, my God. She just pukes as soon as she gets here in my toilet, and then just I'm like taking care of her the whole time. We kept in good contact for a while, and I was almost like I was giving her more chances to hang out with me because I thought, hey, like she's attractive. I don't know, that was it. But to be honest, it was was getting to the point where I was letting her come over here way too many times, and she was drunk one time. One time she comes over, and we're actually sleeping together, like we're we're like having sex, and she Facetimes her friend right while we're having sex. It like shows me, and I'm like, I'm like, what the fuck is wrong? I'm like, what are you doing? I'm like, stop. And it I was mean, like, she would do the, answer the phone, but like she's on, she's literally on top of me, riding me <laughs> answers, answers the FaceTime and just shows me while I'm on the bottom. Just like, Hey, look, he's here. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? It was bizarre. But that girl, I um, mean, I, I'm not going to judge her, but I'm going to assume that she's got some deep wounds that she needs to heal maybe with the breakup. And now we're oh, yeah. to self-worth. <laughs> Oh, yeah, and we, we wound up having conversations, and she would say, you know, weird shit, like, oh, I'm, just, shit. I'm damaged, I self-sabotage, like, I like you, but I self-sabotage. She would say weird I've weird actually shit. done that. I've done that. So I self-sabotaged once a talking face because I was so scared of fucking it up. But then again, I was hanging out with this guy sober, not just drunk, so that's a little different. Oh, for sure. I mean, it was like, to be honest, it was like almost like every time I hung out there, she was drunk, and I just wound up being honest with her, like, hey, you come here drunk all the time. It's very unpleasant. And I don't think we should talk anymore, and that's just what it was. But it was like, I'm just saying for the guys out there, like, a good, not a good way to meet a girl is sleeping with her on the first night and just, like, you know, being drunk around her all the time. Not a good way to meet a girl at all. So do you frown upon on sleeping on the first night of a date or whatever? Um, not necessarily, but in, I think in a certain situation, it, 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 could be a bad, it could be a bad way to meet a girl. But honestly, it, just, it would totally depend on the context, to be honest. I don't frown upon it, really. It is what yeah. it is. You do what you want. Because I know a lot of girls ask that. I think you shouldn't. If you if you want a if you want a guy to respect you, it's like you know. I think girls would weed out a lot of fuckboys if they just made them wait a couple times. Wait, make them oh, wait yeah, a couple dates. Sure. And days, how many guys yeah. are just gonna give up? 
Like, I've always been the person that, like, if I'm hanging out with somebody, like, almost every day, I'll wait, like, at four or five, you know, if we're hanging out every day, or then, like, we're going to dates every day, and we're spending the night every day. Like, I'll wait, like, maybe a week. But if it's someone that, like, lives kind of farther away from me, and we're just, like, going back, yeah, that's gotta definitely be longer than a week. I mean, you probably would, would uh, get rid and of a lot of those fuckboys you're trying to dodge. Yeah, don't, don't do it, Drug. Try to, try to do a nice don't little, do it after try to do a nice little call. coffee date. You know, make them wait till the third day that you can get sexy. Yeah. What do you think about what do you think about the girls you've met now that you've been here in Florida for two years? What do you think about mm-hmm. the girls in Jack's Beach? <laughs> I think a lot of them are um, they can be kind of like snotty a little bit, but I mean, I've seen I've like met a lot of girls that I kind of like break that guard down a little bit. It's kind of just like you gotta, you know, you kind of just gotta get past that. But I think I think when it comes to Jack's Beach, most of the time I meet girls like they're they're actually older than me. So I mean, a lot older than me. A lot of the time, they'll like call me a baby sometimes. But to be honest, I think a lot of them are nice. I think they're cool. Yeah, I mean, I don't really have a problem with them. I do think there's some of them that you know you could catch a lot of them that are very entitled and just you know snotty. So, so would you say they're snottier than like Jersey girls at the bars? I feel like girls up north are like kind of more obvious mean. I don't, I don't know. I just, I honestly, I, I, it'd be hard to compare. I feel like I've like let's just say we go like I don't know to surfers and you see like a group of girls, like, all hanging out. What makes you think that they would be snotty if they were snotty? Um, some of them, I mean, some girls I met would just straight up, like, you know what I mean, be just utterly mean to you. And other girls, like, you know, they'll tease you. But that's, like, that's natural for girls, too. I think too many guys, you go up to a girl, and they'll just make a little joke. Some of them make fun of you, whatever it is, and they'll take it too seriously. I think a lot of the time, it, it's hard to, it's hard to gauge it, to be honest. Girl, whatever shit comes out of their mouth is how you judge it, which I think that's correct. So that's good. Yeah, because even if you're not interested, because a girl could just not be interested, and for that reason, she'll be mean to you more than she would be if she found a guy attractive or something. I just think a lot of these girls will be very, very dismissive, very not open to conversation. And even if they're not interested, they're not going to blow you off in a nice way at all. I think girls at Jack's Beach will just be like, dude, fuck off, get the fuck out of my face. <laughs> that's true. I, for example, like when I first met you, I was actually out with my good guy friend, and I, I mean, we were talking for a while. I think my friend actually had to pull me away, was like, okay, we're going to the next bar. But um, like, mm-hmm. I was having a good conversation, because that's all I'm about. You told me, like, how old you were, so love you, but I'm not going to tell you. But, um, <laughs> that's off the record. <laughs> it's off the record. <laughs> we had good conversation, and I, I was enjoying the conversation. It doesn't mean because, you know, I was actually engaging the conversation that, you know, that I was going to like, oh, yeah, I would totally sleep with him. But at the same time, too, it just, it, just because you feel like you need to be a bitch to just show him you're not into him, you don't have to be a bitch. Yeah, because when I met you, I mean, I realized older you were than me. And even regardless, it was like, even if you weren't interested in me, it was like we had that great conversation. <laughs> if we're from the same place, it was cool. And we both just like enjoyed that. And we went our separate ways. There was nothing like lingering there. I mean, if a guy is being annoying and persistent to the point where you can't really get rid of him, even after he tells if you tell a guy, like, hey, I'm not interested, I just want to hang out with my friends, whatever, and he wants to, like, still come at you, yeah, I could see why a girl would be, uh, like, annoyed and be very, like, mean to that guy or something, sure. Like, okay, but if, stage five, yeah. You know what I mean? But if a guy, you know, coming up to you, being a respectful and nice guy, and you just shut him down, he goes away, it's like, that That could just be what it is. You know, you don't have to be, like, very angry about it. And I don't think being all, like, angry like that, I don't think it's very attractive to guys. I don't know if you'd act like that to a guy you're attracted to, though, but I'm just right. saying, I'm like, it's very 
feminine. You know what I mean? But right, no, cool. I get that. I mean, so nice. I talk to everybody. No, no you really, you really are that. though. You really are. Thank you. Not everybody would say that or in my yeah, past. You're super but nice. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so you are living here now in Florida for two years, and what do you do? Yeah, so um, I wound up discovering, like, some apps, and there's, like, websites that are similar to something like Twitch. Like, if you see, like, online entertainment streaming, you've seen stuff like that, right? Yeah. Um, there's there's websites and, like, apps like that, and one of them you could just look up to give, like, a little base. It's called, like, LiveMe, right? So it's something where you could stream online. It's, like, live entertainment, and you can stream whatever you want. I mean, people do whatever they want. They fucking – any talent they have. Some people just stream and talk to people. Some people sing on there. It doesn't matter. But I wound up streaming on some of these apps, just uh, trying to entertain people for a while. I wound up making, like, some good money off it, which was cool to me. And I was even able to, like, almost pretty much make a living off it for a little while. But then what I wound up getting into was um, recruiting people onto these apps. Um, mm-hmm. And I actually have a, I have a relationship with some of these apps where I can, like, help you, like, get, like, notarized on there. And just teaching people how to do it and how to make money off it. So then I started recruiting women and men on how to how to get on these apps and these, these live entertainment apps and just make money off it. So... That's like my business, and um, I I pretty much manage you and your account. Oh, sweet. Okay, so when you were doing it for yourself, though, obviously you weren't singing, but were you, like, motivation speaking? What were you doing? It started off where I would kind of just be, like, a vlog type, and it it, it wasn't really even really getting off the ground for a while, but I would just stream most of my day doing whatever I was doing with friends and whatever. Eventually, I made a little bit of money off it, and then I tried to, you know, make it a little more funny. I would go out in public, and people sent me gifts or um, stuff like that, because it's a lot of how these apps work. Like people can pay you to. People send me gifts to do stupid shit in public. I would do that shit. Like vlogging. Like you were just. Saying, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotten so big, so that's pretty much uh-huh. what you were doing. Yeah, that's how it started off, and then I would just try to make it funnier in any way I can. You know, what I mean, do whatever the fuck I could to just make people laugh. But eventually, um, you know, I wasn't super passionate about it to do it forever. But then I, you know, I really realized that I knew how to do it, and I was pretty successful at it, that I could teach people how to do it. So then that's what I started doing, and I started recruiting people. So, I mean, if you are interested. It's my company's called New Age Live Entertainment. You know, that exact title at gmail.com. You can you can hit me up and uh, if you're interested. And what's the app that you are using? One of them is called LiveMe. That's a big one that I recruit people on. But I do multiple of these apps. And uh, okay, so you I even do Twitch a little bit. Would you rather them hit you up on your social media? They could follow me on Instagram if they want. It is uh, New Age Live Entertainment at gmail.com. Okay. And then you said... And... Hey, um, people want to like get some more information about being recruited to this or yeah hey hit up a single guy from jack beach what's your instagram (laughs) (laughs) it i just made one because i deleted it before but it's the underscore antonio martinez the like t-h-e underscore antonio martinez and then my full name antonio martinez with a z all right i'm gonna definitely have to put that in the description (laughs) for sure no, this has been awesome. You know, I really appreciate it. Like, this is how this whole thing started. Was pretty much we bumped into each other at a bar, started talking again, again about Jersey, and all. I think you saw me outside, and you're like, "You're from yeah. Jersey, right?" And I'm like, "Yeah." And I kind of rolled my eyes. I felt cranky as fuck that night. I was dealing. With my yeah, you're like looking for your friends, and I was like, "I think I know you." <laughs> I just gotta babysit this bitch all the time. That's why. But yeah, anyway, yeah. So, and then you're like South River, right? And I'm like, "What? Oh, you?" I was like, "You." <laughs> And then yeah. we start talking about, you know, business, and then you start talking about that, and I told you about a podcast, and we're like, let's do something, and I'm just, thank you for doing this, you're the first yeah. guy that's been on my podcast, so that's awesome. I'm, I'm honored. Actually, yeah, I know, thank you. But, yeah, thank you for having me, and uh, I hope this helps any of your audience. Thank you. Well, I hope you guys liked this episode, and please follow my Instagram, at my ugly truth podcast. 
Again, my Facebook is at my ugly truth podcast as well. Twitter is at my ugly truth underscore pod P O D. And if you have any questions, my email is my ugly truth podcast at gmail.com. Thank you guys. Did you know that on Spotify, you can listen to all of your favorite music and now you can listen to podcasts in one place for free. You don't even need a premium account. Spotify has a huge catalog of podcasts on every topic, especially the one that you're listening to right now. On Spotify, you can follow your favorite podcast so you never miss an episode. Premium users can download episodes to listen to while offline wherever you are. And you can share what you're listening to your friends on Instagram. If you haven't done so already, be sure to download the Spotify app and search for My Ugly Truth Podcast on Spotify or browse podcasts in the Your Library tab. Also, make sure to follow me so you never miss an episode of My Ugly Truth Podcast. You are listening to My Ugly Truth Podcast, an unfiltered, uncensored, raw storytelling podcast about a Jersey girl living in a crazy Florida world. She's a combination of sensitive and savage. She's got a wild heart and a reckless soul with a mouth she can't control. Welcome to another episode of My Ugly Truth Podcast.